Holy God, we give thanks for who you are and all that you do in our lives. We worship you with these gifts, Lord, that you have given to us. And we give them back to you so that you may receive them, bless them, and use them to further your kingdom on earth. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. You may be seated. As we hear these words from Amos chapter 7, verses 17. This is what he showed me. The Lord was standing beside me, a wall built with a plumb line, with a plumb line in his hand. And the Lord said to me, Amos, what do you see? And I said, a plumb line. Then the Lord said, see, I'm setting a plumb line in the midst of my people Israel. I will never again pass them by. The high places of Isaac shall be made desolate, and the sanctuaries of Israel shall be laid to waste. And I will rise against the house of Jeroboam with the sword. Then Amaziah, the priest of Bethel, sent to King Jeroboam of Israel, saying, Amos has conspired against you in every center of the house of Israel. The land is not able to bear all his words. For thus Amos has said, Jeroboam shall die by the sword, and Israel must go into exile away from the land. And Amaziah said to Amos, Go, O seer, go, flee away to the land of Judah. Earn your bread there and prophesy there. But never again, but never again prophesy at Bethel, for it is the king's sanctuary, and it is the temple of the kingdom. Then Amos answered Amaziah, I am no prophet, nor a prophet's son, but I am a herdsman, a dresser of the sycamore trees. And the Lord took me from following the flock, and the Lord said to me, Go prophesy to my people Israel. Now therefore, hear the word of the Lord. You say, do not prophesy against Israel and do not preach against the house of Isaac. Therefore, thus says the Lord, your wives shall become a prostitute in the city and your sons and your daughters shall fall by the sword and your land shall be parceled out by line. You yourself shall die in an unclean land and Israel shall surely go into exile away from its land. The word of God to the people of God. Thanks be to God. Real uplifting scripture this morning, huh? But God will do God's work. Just hang with me. Morning. Thanks for coming to worship with us today here. Whether you're in person or whether you're online, you are all part of a Good Shepherd family. Even if you're here for the first time, welcome to the family. And let's take a moment to wave at each other to let us know, whether we're online, in the house, that we are connected through our, our actions and our words, but most of all through Christ. Please give us comments in the comment section, or if you feel the, the Spirit move, go ahead and shout out in the house this morning. We love hearing for you, from you. I'm Pastor Regina, and we, we uh, thank you for being with us this morning as we worship together. We're on an adventure An adventure to become debt-free by 2023. Thanks to all of you, exactly, woohoo. Thanks to all of you who have committed to to helping us reach this goal and to those of you who are praying and discerning how you will be a part of this endeavor. What an exciting time in the life of Good Shepherd. The realization of this God-sized dream and the future possibilities this call represents has been decades in the making, but God's timing is perfect and on time. Amen. 
our guiding verses for this dream as, as our, 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 and our future are ones that you should be familiar with at this point. And if you'd like to read them with me, let's do that this morning. Do not remember the former things or consider the things of old. I am about to do a new thing. Now it springs forth. Do you not perceive it? I will make a way in the wilderness and rivers in the desert. And then from Habakkuk 2, 3. For there is still a vision for the appointed time. It speaks of the end. It does not lie. It seems to tarry. Wait for it. It will surely come. It will not delay. These verses collectively remind us of a new thing that God has in store for Good Shepherd United Methodist Church that represents change and growth and a recommitment to stepping out in faith. Trusting God, even in the times of waiting, even when we don't immediately see the outcomes, is part of stepping out in faith and reminds us that our hope is found in God. Let us begin to courageously listen for God's voice and allow God to direct our future as we embrace life-giving, tangible steps to become the church that God is calling us to be. We decided to come home as we chose to unconditionally go where God is calling us to go. Even when the road is unfamiliar and we may not be able to fully see our next steps, we chose to find our home in Christ where possibilities are endless. We're taking the first step of realizing the dream of coming home by learning to listen, to listen to those nudges and that still small voice of our Creator as we are guided into our next steps. Sometimes the voice will be obvious, sometimes it will be and come from directly from God, but other times we will see we will hear that voice through the actions and the words of others. We must humble ourselves to hear God's voice however it comes to us. Our first step is to listen. We must then obediently recognize the voice of God even when it comes through others. Today we're going to learn to see through different eyes. We're going to see what God has in store for us. And our friend Amos this morning wants us to see. God repeatedly asked Amos, what do you see? He, God invites Amos to, to pay attention and truly see what is before him. Not to miss the obvious and to honestly look at the circumstances at hand. God set up a, a scenario and he asked Amos to, to see it and to interpret it to look deeper into the situation and to see the handiwork of God. Here at Good Shepherd, we're called to do the same, to look for God in the midst of our everyday lives. Now, Good Shepherd, we're often asked about God's sightings and, and when we have seen God at work in our lives. Sometimes the answers are obvious, but, but oftentimes we have to look deeper into, into a situation to see that, how, that God has a bigger plan. We may even have to look deeper into the obvious to actually see God at work. Jesus used examples of yeast and dough and seeds in the ground and pearls that were hidden away to illustrate that looking harder and deeper is often a requirement to interpret and to understand what we see at work and God's plan. We ask ourselves this morning, what do we see as we continue to look toward the future of Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. We can't necessarily make that list this morning, but we know God is at work. And we ask each of you to pray for and help discern what it is God is asking us to see. 
And it's been my experience that as we do that and as we feel God moving, that collectively those sightings will be in line and will be common among us because they are from God. We see Amos, uh, uh, who's a, this morning as a, a second career prophet who, who was content to hurt animals and, and to care for sycamore trees when, when God called him to announce judgment on God's wayward people. Amos's prophetic work d- disturbed those who were in power and as, as a prophetic work often does. Oppressive systems are just not God's way and Amos is called to speak against a corrupt priest. Corrupt, the corrupt priest... Uh, assassinated Amos's character in an effort to destabilize Amos's character and credibility. But Amos was confident. Amos was confident in what God called him to do and proceeded boldly to prophesy as he was told. He set the ways of God against the actions of the priest in, a, in an effort to right the wrong that was being done. Amos could have decided that the ask was just too great. And the consequences were too extreme for him to move forward. But he heard the voice of God and he saw the vision that God had for God's people. Amos obediently followed God's direction. Good Shepherd is blessed. We're blessed with wonderful leadership who who seeks and listens for God's direction. Unlike Amos, we're not fighting against corruption and oppression as we move forward. We are fortunate to have godly leaders who are willing to ask the tough questions and collaboratively work for obstacles, work through those obstacles that we may face. We desire to let God be God and to use each of our God-given gifts and strengths to accomplish our tasks. Like Amos, we are confident. We are confident that God is leading us in our effort to become debt-free by 2023. We are confident that we can reach this goal. We are confident that God is preparing the next leaders of our youth. We are confident that our faithful obedience will grow Good Shepherd in the church that God is calling us to be. Yet we know. We know that we cannot do it alone. We must place our hope and trust in God as we have faith that each of us will do our part to make this dream a reality. In so doing, we can plan and build and imagine what ministry at Good Shepherd will look like even if we have like that $2,700 or $2, that we're spending toward the mortgage to do ministry, to loving our community, to being in mission with others to alleviate hunger and poverty and injustice and brokenness that we find in our world to lead others to Christ and to make disciples, to grow a faith community that impacts not only our members' lives, but the lives of others. May we let the story of Amos challenge us, challenge us to boldly step out in confidence to ask ourselves those what-if questions. What-if questions like if money were not an issue and no longer a stone around our neck that stifles our ministry. What if... What if our sanctuary is overflowing each service? What if our children's ministry program and youth programs reach capacity in their upstairs space? What if our seasoned shepherds fill those back rows that they have claimed as their own in each sanctuary this morning? Now, not so much in not so much in the eight forty-five as they do in the eleven, but I can preach to this whole section because that's where they all are. The what if? The what-if possibilities are endless. Are we bold enough? Are we confident enough? 
Are we strong enough to answer the detractors? Are we willing? Are we willing to stand in the moment and claim what God is doing among us? Absolutely. Let us continue to be the Naamans who listen that we heard about last week. To be the Amoses who see and to be faithful to act as we answer God's call on Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. We're taking steps in that, uh, that uh, opportunity. Uh, this morning, we, we've, uh, Sean's going to come forward with us this morning. and He's been a part of the church forever. He's sat back here on the drum set. And, and uh, he and Alex, as they've played together. Uh, and, but he's, he's making a formal commitment this morning to be a part of Good Shepherd. He comes to us from a Pentecostal background and, and several churches, but he is joining Good Shepherd United Methodist Church. And we're going to ask him this morning. Awesome. Going to ask him this morning the two traditional questions that we, all, we ask all who come to us from other denominations. As members of Christ Universal Church, will you be loyal to the United Methodist Church and do all within its power to strengthen its ministries? I will. And as as a member of this congregation, will you faithfully participate in its ministries by your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness? I will. We, we welcome Sean into our midst. And we ask each of you to make that same commitment to continue to support Good Shepherd and the United Methodist Church with your prayers, your presence, your gifts, your service, and your witness. Thank you, Sean. together and sing about God's calling on our lives as we celebrate with Sean. Just stay right where 
God, we are your people. We will go where you lead us. As you lead us from this place, Lord, we ask that you go with us and help us to lead others back to you. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen.